Sit back and listen. It's time for License to Practice by IELTS Medical. Hello and welcome to another episode of Season 2 of License to Practice. Today I'm going to be talking with Alicia, a doctor from Spain. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode and let's give her a call. Hello Alicia. Hello Christine. Hi, how are you doing today? Fine, fine. Good. Thanks for calling. Yeah, thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, I'm really looking forward to hearing your your story. So, if you could just start by telling us a little bit about you. Well, um, I'm a medical graduate from Spain. Uh, I've just, just finished my degree in Pamplona, Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to study for six years. Um, during those, I have like eight different hospital rotations. Wow. Um, so now I have the opportunity to move my career to the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm doing. Great. So are you already living in the UK? Um, nowadays, I'm not living in the UK because um, I need a work visa. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm working on. I've just uh, registered with the GMC um, and I'm applying for jobs once I'm start um, working yes. I can live in the UK right so so you've got your GMC registration and you've you've finished all of that so now it's the work visa that you are that you're getting a hold of before you can move exactly yes yeah. I have to look for a job in order to to move to the UK but that's what I'm planning on doing at least during this couple of months before it starts in 2022 so yeah I'm pretty excited about it yeah yeah it sounds exciting it is exciting um so you've obviously done all of the exams and everything everything you had to do to become registered with the GMC in the UK you've done all that from Spain uh, well I actually uh, went to the UK for three months oh okay uh, where I studied um the OET exam mm-hmm. um, as I am from the EU from Spain yeah I don't have to to do the club so that was uh, an advantage for me so I just had to prepare the OET exam yeah um, and once I I've received my mark I just started with all the papers uh, to start registering with the GMC Oh, okay. So did you do all your training and the exam for the OET over in the UK? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And did, was there any particular reason that you chose the OET uh, rather than the IELTS or was it just a timing thing or? Well, I tried the IELTS um, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tried to understand the nature of the exam. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a very like with a lot of topics it was not only medical so now yeah. that I've finished my career um, and I feel more confident with my medical knowledge mm-hmm. I thought it was a better opportunity for my English to start um, directing my English to a medical um, to the medical field yeah so I just studied the OVT because I thought it can it could maybe um, I could maybe get the the skills that I need to mm-hmm. in order to practice medicine in the UK. 
Are you an overseas qualified doctor who would like to take the first step of registration with the GMC? Well, one way to do that is by achieving four grade Bs on the Occupational English Test. OET is a language exam with an emphasis on real situations UK medical staff encounter on a daily basis. Here at IELTS Medical, we have qualified native English OET trained tutors who are ready, willing and able to provide you with the best learning experience. We've seen lots of EU and overseas qualified doctors through to a first-time OET pass. And we'd like to do the same for you. Inquire today about how we can assist you too. And what sort of things did you um, do to prepare for that? Is there anything in particular that you found helpful um, to to prepare for the OET exam? Well, um, yeah, I mean... Um... I had plenty of time that was very helpful. I have the whole three months just mm-hmm. uh, studying for the OET, but I think you have to have a pretty good level before starting. Mm-hmm. And for me, it, it was a little bit easy because my, my degree was half in English, half in Spanish. Oh, okay. So I took the advantage with that um, um, problems that... Mm-hmm some other medical like international medical graduates have like they normally do their career in their um um <laughs> language in their in their own so, yeah not in english you mean yeah exactly yeah. yeah so that was an advantage absolutely yeah. and of course you have to study for it i mean it's i think it's a, an exam that maybe a native speaker will fail in some ways because there are mm. lots of um medical knowledge yeah so you have to be prepared for it absolutely yeah yeah definitely um so obviously you haven't um worked in the UK yet um you've only you've done your placements uh, and you your hospital rotations in Spain um do yes. you have you kind of been over here for the three months and, and preparing for your, for your OET which obviously as we've discussed is a is a medical based sort of language test have you noticed any differences or have, did did that sort of teach you anything about about the way um, that the hospitals and doctors work over here? Well, uh, actually, yes. Like I, as you said, I, I didn't have the opportunity to work for the NHS, mm-hmm. but uh, starting for the OET, I just realized that the ethics and the humanistic approach in the UK medicine is really important. Mm. Um, that's something that um, it actually inspires me. And that's what inspired me to become a doctor. So that's okay. something that I really love from the UK, that the values of the different trusts and hospitals are very like present mm. in a day-to-day job. Like You have to be uh, very helpful and very empathetic with the patient. And actually, in the OET speaking, is something that they mark when you are doing a role play with a patient. That's yeah. the speaking of the OET. You have to be empathetic. Um, you have to be non-judgmental. You have mm-hmm. to you have to approach a patient properly, yeah. not just with medical knowledge. Um, I thought that was uh, a very nice uh, skill a doctor must have, yeah. and I think in the UK they absolutely uh, focus on that type of skills. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good that you've learned that already from the from the language exam so you've got a bit of bit of extra knowledge there I suppose for when you do come and start work here 
exactly. <laughs> um, so why did you pick the UK? Is there any particular reason you wanted to come and be a doctor in the in our NHS? <laughs> Well, um, well, I had the opportunity to come to the UK since I was a child um, mm-hmm. to study English okay. for a tourist, and and it gave me a better understanding of the culture and mm-hmm. life here. Uh, but I would say there are uh, like two main reasons. On one hand, um, my sister and my partner went to the university there, mm-hmm. so it gave me the opportunity like to understand like the professional values that are recognized there. Yeah. Just like, as I said before, like the strong work ethic, integrity, um, responsibility or honesty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are the principles that, that I stand for. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, like I'm really interested in geriatrics. Mm-hmm. Um, and the UK is like the beginning of this type of care. Yeah. So in order to become a very professional, I think I need to learn from the expert in this, in these matters. And those experts are in the UK. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I didn't know that. So is that's the sort of, um, when you do come and work over here, is, is that the sort of job you're looking for? You want to work in geriatrics? Uh, yeah, I mean, mm. uh, that would be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, as, I, as I'm a junior uh, doctor, I have to start from an F1 or F2 mm. level. And yeah. then I have to start my speciality program um, and, I, and I would love to uh, specialize in geriatrics. Mm-hmm. Oh but yeah. yeah I, I have to climb just to get into the, my life goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, and I'm sure you'll get there. Um, definitely. Um, so I've, I've yeah, I've just realised because you've only just um graduated, haven't you? So you'll be doing your foundation years in the UK. Yes. And is that um. Is that a, a kind of different process you have to go through in order to... Uh, do you have to apply to do your foundation years in the UK or does it not really matter? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there are, like, two pathways mm-hmm. Once you, w- when you're an international medical graduate. Um, mm-hmm. Aside from Spain, I cannot do an F1 position, so I have to apply for the F2 standalone okay. program. Um, and I have to apply in um, January uh, 2022 okay. in order to start in June. Right. So yeah, I'm planning of doing the foundation program, but if you did not get because in in the foundation program you have to get a 400 um, points in mm-hmm. the OET in each domain, mm-hmm. and in order to register with the GMC you only need 350 points. Right. So, okay. So it's slightly so different. Some, sometimes then. people don't get that um, mark, mm-hmm. um, and they just start doing a clinical fellow. That's mm-hmm. just like the other pathway um and they just um get the skills that they need as an f2 and then they start their speciality whether it's um a surgery Mm -hmm. speciality or a clinical speciality yeah or even gp right oh yeah that's interesting yeah so it's slightly different to the to another if you've been graduated for a while and you've already done your foundation years yeah um, exactly. elsewhere yeah okay interesting um so obviously your kind of journey is just about to start um next year in the UK which is very exciting um but do you have any advice for anyone um that is thinking about starting the registration process now um well yes I, I the first one will be to be very patient mm-hmm. with everything um as um medical um students we tend to be not patient at all <laughs> okay. we want everything done in the minute and mm-hmm. this is not the case but yeah. that's 
that's not that you are doing something wrong. That's just the process mm-hmm. and you have to understand it. So just be very patient and absolutely you are, you are going to get there. Um, I have to apply this for myself because now mm-hmm. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for, for the responses from the MHS hospitals of that course, I try yeah. to, but yeah, that will be the first one. And I don't know. I, I mean, I think everyone should say that just follow what you are dreaming of. Yeah. Um, dream big. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, great. I think that that's great advice. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on and, and sharing your story and advice for people that um, that are thinking about doing the same thing that you've done. And I hope everything works out and I hope you hear back from the NHS soon and you can get yourself you. over here and start start work. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, have a lovely evening then. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank okay. you so much, Christine. Thank you so much for listening to my chat with Alicia. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And hopefully, as always, the advice uh, given on this podcast helps. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And I will see you next time. And as always, to your success.